Coming up today on WealthWorks Radio, we'll outline five important questions to ask your advisor about inflation and its impact to you and your retirement. Stay tuned. And now, WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney. Everybody, this is WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney and Joseph Lanza. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Eric is a fiduciary. He is president of Retirement Wealth. Joseph, fiduciary as well, alongside Eric. Um, and uh, so much uh, going on. There's it's just a lot going on right now between the market and then oh yeah, the whole election thing. That's been yeah, fun. Yeah, midterms. I'll tell you, it's it's you know what a crazy year it's been. I mean, you know, you you thought you had crazy years in the past with the pandemic, the aftermath the hurricane, and then all of a sudden you've got inflation. I mean, there's just so many issues this year. And, um, you know, the, the markets have been performing something of like a balancing act. I mean, it's, it's they, they have, you know, precipitously gone down, but now all of a sudden, you know, they've been recovering in the hopes of a strong midterm election. And, you know, now we see the tides turning a little bit. And um, hopefully... Um, this is going to make the presidency more benign. And I think that that's what people were looking for. Um, and while that also creates gridlock, I think that that's something that people actually like. Uh, they, they like that nothing's actually getting done or nothing's getting put through. Well, I think um, that's good. I mean, you're right. People do like the gridlock. And I think it has proven to be, you know, somewhat successful. Yeah, and it, it drops a lot of risks, I mean, because then one side is completely getting their absolute agenda. And I mean, I do believe in checks and balances. And so I think that now, you know, um, there's there's there will be more checks and balances in there. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, I, I think that this is a good thing. I also think that it's going to be very good for the markets going forward. So um, we'll, we'll see what happens. I think uh, I think people need a break from this downward stock market. They need to see something um, start to come back a little bit. And, and you have been seeing that. You've been seeing the 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 bounce back a little bit, which is always uh, positive to see. Sure. And and so along with that, and along those lines, we uh, you know, it seems that if if the uh, the the gridlock, I mean, that forces compromise. Exactly right. I mean, now all of a sudden people have to, they're forced to work together because basically it's like tug of war. I mean, if you have six guys that weigh 300 pounds on one side and, you know, on the other side, you have six women who weigh 100 pounds a piece. I mean, the, the men are going to slaughter the women. They're just going to yank them. You know, there, there's no checks and balances there. So now all of a sudden there's going to be some communication. They're going to try to work together a little bit. I mean, you know, and unfortunately, I don't know, over the past decade, I think it's gotten worse. I think there's no meeting in the middle at all. I mean, it just seems like, you know, if you are on one side, you are to the far right or to the far left, and nobody's like really kind of have any common ground. And uh, it's it's really divided the country um, pretty much right down the middle, I would well, say. Well, I mean, it's interesting because it's, it's as much as it's divided, you know, I mean, it just doesn't seem to get, it, people just can't seem to get around that. No. And the, the frustrating part to a lot of people now is even if you're, you know, more um, liberal, I think people are getting really pissed off. I mean, inflation has gotten out of control. The stock market since Biden has taken office has lost over $10 trillion. Wow. When you really think of that number, the stock market has lost $10 trillion. That is deafening to a lot of people. 
And, you know, so, uh, you know, at, at some point they're going to be like enough is enough, you know, and I, I just don't get how some of these politicians get voted in. I, I, I'm befuddled by that. I always am. Like, where, where were the days where, you know, you respected someone and they really wanted to, to, to do the best for the country? And you don't see that anymore. It's all about their initiatives and, and their enthusiasm and, and their, their ideologies and what they want to work on. And it's like nobody wants to work together. And that that's the disgusting part about this country. It's like sure. we really have got to come together and, and somehow fi fix this whole mess. But um, it's just, I mean, the spending is out of control. And, and like I said, there's a lot of people who do not feel that they have the same quality of life this year as they had in the past. And they're getting tired of that. Of course. I mean, you know, the days of Tip O'Neill and Ronald Reagan, you know, really crossing the aisle for each other and, right. and, and making stuff happen. That was that was true compromise at the time. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and that's going to go down in history as, you know, one of the best presidencies and best one of the best times in the country ever. And um, yeah, we're just forgetting all of that. Yeah, and that, that's so. it's just sad. So, I mean, we're talking about recession. I mean, we're talking about the election, and now we're talking about recession. And there are certainly the uh, the financial experts that say, oh, it's going to happen uh, sometime in the next year. Some people say we're already there. Uh, some people say it's not going to happen. I mean, it, there's just so many conflicting things out there, and, and we've got to still take care of ourselves because we're still going to have to retire. Well, and I think people put out the R word, you know, they're like, oh, recession, recession, like this is bad. This is going to cripple you. It really isn't. I mean, we had a recession. We talk all, about it all the time. We had a recession in 2020. We got right through that, you know, and yeah. and this recession, I mean, if this ever happens and, uh, you know, people are, are like, oh, there's going to be a recession coming. How do we prepare? You don't. By the time you're in a recession, you're already in it. You don't see it coming. You know, it just it just all of a sudden happens. And um, so and, and then, of course, when you're right in the middle of it, they're redefining the definition of recession, which always like right cracks now. me up. Yeah. yeah, it's like, come on. I mean, talk about political moves. It's like it's just unreal. But the bottom line is, is that I mean, I have a lot of friends who are pretty big money managers. Um, we know some economists and they're even saying that the, the demand is so strong right now that I just don't see us having a deep recession. I think it's going to be a very light recession. We'll be able to get through it and move on. Well, let's hope so. And and again, moving on is kind of what we're talking about here in terms of, uh, you know, getting there and asking the questions of, of ourselves and certainly of you, if you're my advisor, is so do I have a long-term financial plan? And if I do, what is it and how are you going to fix it? Yeah, this is a great question that you have to be asking your advisor. And recently I just met with a new client and as we were talking, I asked them if their current advisor had created a financial plan for them and they had said yes. And so I said, okay. And as we continued talking on and on, I was gathering some information and putting together my own income and financial plan for them. And as I, as I was gathering the information, I could already start to tell, I was like, this doesn't seem right. This doesn't seem like this is information that is going to flow very well in a financial plan. And after I was finished writing that financial plan and I presented it to the client, their plan pretty much ended within 10 years. And this was a younger person and meaning that they ran out of assets within 10 years based on their withdrawal rate. And their current advisor had said that they had created them a financial plan, yet they were still on the track to lose all of their money within 10 years. Well, I don't and like that idea at all. No, and this is why when, when your advisor says, yes, you have a financial plan, okay, what is it? 
Can you show me it? Can you review that with me? Because when I asked that client, does your financial advisor have you know provided you a financial plan? They had said yes, but they didn't know where it was. They just knew that they had done it years ago with him. And now at this point, the advisor is fully letting them withdraw all the all that money from the accounts. The accounts were not performing well. Right. And there's no update to the financial plan. So what's the purpose of having one if it's not accurate, if you're not constantly updating it, and if it's not ensuring the client that they're going to have a successful retirement? Right. Again, again, especially once we get towards that financial red zone, you know, that uh, the early 50s, it, it really is time to take action. Well, it's crazy because we had in the past week, I've had five new meetings with prospective clients. And the interesting thing is, is they all come in with statements. They're frustrated with their advisor. They don't hear from them. The, the portfolio is outdated, uh, full of fees, full of expenses. And, um, you know, I ask them, like, do you guys have an income plan? No, we don't have that. You know, what about an, what about a financial plan? No, we don't have that. And people are just kind of guessing their way through retirement. And the only thing that the only reason that they're really changing this year is they're like, well, I don't think our advisor is doing a very good job managing our money. Well, not only are they not doing a very good job managing your money, but they're not giving you what you need. I mean, I think that there's a lot of people out there that are ill-prepared because their advisors are ill-prepared. And I mean, and I said something to somebody the other day, I said, look, I said, if you don't, you don't, if you don't have a financial plan, you don't have an income plan, what good is the portfolio? And she's like, yeah, she goes, the one reason that we came into, into you, Eric, is because you said on one of your TV shows, I don't know who's more frustrated with the financial industry, me or you. And so she's like, um, that really made me realize that you're frustrated with the financial industry as well. And I said, yeah, I said, case in point, I said, you guys have over a million dollars. I said, but it's being disrespected because it's in completely irrelevant asset classes and you don't know what financial direction you're headed in. And so that's a huge issue that still a lot of people have out there. And those are the kinds of questions that you're getting. And, and so why... And again, I think I know the answer, but so why are advisors afraid to talk about this kind of stuff? Why are they afraid to embrace their clients and say, okay, this is what we're going to do in this situation? Well, Donna came from a pretty large financial planning firm up in Atlanta. And um, the bottom line is, is that she says a lot of the advisors didn't want to do it. They're lazy. I mean, you know, she, she was, she was available to them. And I said, oh, you must have been busy in there. And she's like, not really. She's like, they didn't want to do financial planning. So a lot of it, you know, it, it's interesting. There's a lot of advisors out there who just want to take in assets under management. And it's like, you know, high five in each other. Just took on a million dollar account, high five. And then all of a sudden they throw it in the brokerage account, move to the next person. In our office, that's where we go to work for that client. We say, okay, income plan, financial plan. Do we have to do any estate planning? What about tax planning? Uh, we're looking at everything that that client needs. We're forecasting their needs. And so literally it, they are going through a process with our office instead of just transferring over the assets and, you know, hope for the best. So I, I think people see a lot of value with our firm um, and especially in years like this. I mean, this year has been incredibly tumultuous, incredibly volatile. Um, things have been, there's been a lot of moving parts and people want to know that somebody has actually considered that and, and, and taken that into account. Wow. I mean, again, this, uh, this really went by quickly, but Eric, we do need to take a break. Let's go ahead and invite folks to call and we'll come right back and pick up the conversation. Whether you currently have an advisor or you've never worked with a financial professional before, we're going to be taking the next 10 callers who are in need of that missing financial plan. 
We're going to create and customize a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000 and give it away absolutely complimentary, no obligation. What this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. Let's map it all out. Your goals, income needs, expenses, tax strategies, and even transfers or generational wealth. We will get that plan built for you and see where it leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your investments without any obligation. In short, we're going to take the guesswork out of financial planning. So for the next 10 callers, a full-blown comprehensive plan review that is valued at over $1,000 will be giving it to you complimentary with no obligation. That sounds fantastic, Joseph. And again, here is a great opportunity for you. Take advantage of it. Come on in, sit down, get a financial roadmap put together. That's what Eric and his team are doing, folks. It's a chance for you to get a true practical financial review. And if you're listening, make that phone call, 800-779-1942. You heard Joseph the next 10 callers right now get that comprehensive financial review you're going to see yep this is where i am today but more importantly you will now have a roadmap that can help guide you to get to you to where you need to be in retirement 800-779-1942 800-779-1942 quick break coming back we've got a lot more on wealthworks radio with joseph lanza and eric carney Next up on WealthWorks Radio, we're going to keep outlining those five important questions to ask your advisor about inflation and how it impacts your retirement. Welcome back. This is WealthWorks Radio, and uh, Eric Carney is here. Joseph Lanza is here. Uh, I'm consumer advocate Steve Sadal, and of course, Eric is president of Retirement Wealth. Joseph, alongside Eric, a fiduciary independent, all of those things. And uh, so we were talking about five questions that we should be asking our advisor, and, and we only got through the first one, guys. I right. mean, it's, uh, there's, so there's, uh, there are other things that I do think it's important. So we talked about having that long-term financial plan and how important that is and how it needs to be updated and changed. Um, and then, so let's talk inflation and cash flow, because the two don't seem to go well together. Yeah. And the, the interesting thing is that, you know, if you have been if you've had a pretty good portfolio and it's been properly equity driven, you were really um, relieved of interest sensitive investments over the past three or four years. More than likely, you had some pretty good gains, which is going to bode well for you in this year, because in that instance, you have had height to your portfolio. You've had pretty good gains. And when you have height in that portfolio, what it does is it provides you with some cushion. So when you all of a sudden get hit with inflation, inflation really shouldn't be a big deal for you if you have a decent advisor and a financial plan who has already included that in there. You understand what your rate of return has to be after taxes, after inflation, to be able to be successful in retirement. So the bottom line is, is that inflation, we've been considering that for a long time. Now, all of a sudden, that it's like quadrupled and then some, you know, people are, are, are terrified by it. But look, it's not going to stay that way forever. And uh, so the thing is, is that, again, this is something that as long as you're considering it, it should not be an issue. But I don't think that there's enough people out there that have considered it in the past. Sure. I mean, again, you make sense there, Eric. And the, the question then becomes, so what do we do? We're going to hear from NBC News senior business analyst Stephanie Rule. Uh, she says maybe the best thing to do, nothing at all. Yeah. Listen, when the market is bouncing around like this, I have two rules. Okay. Do not panic. 
and stay the course. That's easier said than done. If you look your 401k accounts all day, every day, mm -hmm. you're going to freak out and you're going to say, oh my gosh, I need to sell. But if you were to sell right now, mm -hmm. you're going to lock in your losses and also you're going to pay a fee. Remember, you have to have your 401k in for the long haul. Mm -hmm. If you take that money out early, you're going to pay a fee on mm -hmm. that. You want to look at this as a long-term investment. Markets are going to go up. They're going to go down. Mm -hmm. Your retirement account should stick. Try to relax. Take a breath. Take a breath. Well, I think she makes sense there. But that's true. I mean, what she's saying is we are in it for the long haul, and we've got to, we've got to understand and embrace that. I think she's absolutely right, but I also think you have to take into consideration what are you invested in? Do you understand what you are invested in? Because with all the new people that we've been seeing, Eric and I have also been running a lot of personal financial blueprints. And this is really a deep dive into that person's portfolio and what their investments are doing for them. And what we've been seeing a lot of is clients who say, well, the account was doing really well for me the past 10 years, but now this year, you know, even five years, but now this year, it's really taken a big hit. And when we start looking over those numbers and reviewing with those, I mean, Eric can even confirm this as well. A lot of those are 5.5% over 10 years, 6% yeah, over 10 horrible, years. Horrible. And so, and, and people may say, well, that's all I need to get to retire. But let's take into factor, what was the market doing the past 10 years? We were on an insane bull run. And people are coming in that are working with advisors that don't have a financial plan, and they're getting a 6% rate of return over the last 10 years of a, of a massive bull market. What could the next 10 years look like if we don't have a bull market? Right. right? I, don't think it, I, I don't think it bodes well for them. Exactly. So, you know, staying the course, you got to make sure you're on the right course first. Let me put it that way. All right. Because, well said. because if you're still in bonds, like we've talked about time and time again, bonds are not going to snap back no. like equities will. Right. So if you're down 18, 19, 20 percent and their large portion of your portfolio is still in bonds, you are not going to recover as fast as the equities or S&P 500 will. I, I, I can assure you that. Yeah, that's true. I mean, and, and it's, it's sad, Steve, because a lot of people think, you know, their advisors just telling them, oh, just stay the course, stay the course. Well, if you're in horrible investments, that's not good advice, because a lot of those things, as Joseph said, are not going to bounce back. Whatever got you in the hole may not necessarily get you out of the hole. And so this is the time to update the allocation. Take a look at your alpha, which is the horsepower of your portfolio. And are you able to get out of this mess? And, you know, whether it's whether you're in debt or no matter what the situation is, it's like, OK, how do I get out of this mess? And you had to come up and you have to create strategies. And that's what we're constantly doing. But people get overwhelmed by their money and they just think, OK, I want to do something different. But the bottom line is, is that. You know, a lot of times you have to stay the course as long as you know that you're on a good course. And there's right. a lot of people that are not on a good course. And that's what really a phone call, folks, would uh, would solve that problem. 800-779-1942. What I'm getting at is you're happy to give them a second opinion and say, hey, maybe you are on the right course. Maybe you're not. Yeah. And what's interesting is when people come in, they say, Eric, we really hope that you give us an honest second opinion. And because I think they're at their wits end, you know, they're tired. They're like, you know, we we barely came in to see you. Basically, it means that we're so overwhelmed by this that, you know, it's it's it, I can tell it's hard for people to give us a call and come in because they're just tired of this. They're tired of being jerked around. And so, you know, when we take a look at the portfolio, you know, this is where we want to respect their money. We want to respect how hard they worked for it, where the money came from. And I don't think that there's a lot of advisors out there who really respect their clients' money. And that's a huge issue. 
But the other problem is, is that I don't think that there's a lot of advisors out there who are educated enough on how to manage money. They're giving it off to a third party money manager and being like, okay, you know, hopefully this works out for you. That's not good. You know, so I think people really have to start taking a look at the qualifications of that advisor. What what kind of client do you work with? And, and, and get references. Call these call these people and say, hey, how long have you been working with them? How have you been happy with them and so forth? You've got to do your due diligence because this is your money, which equates to your lifestyle. Exactly. And these are the kinds of things that, you know, if you have an advisor that's not involved, if you have an advisor that hasn't reached out to you recently, it's time. So again, so change course or not change course, just make sure you're on the right course. That seems to be the right way to go at this point, right? I think so. You just want to know that you're on a, uh, a, you want to know that you have positive forward progression. I guess that's the best way to put it. You want to know that somebody's reaching out to you. They're communicating with you. You have access to a financial planner. You have access to your money manager. You have access to an estate planner. There's a lot of different things that you want to know that you're being surrounded by and that you're okay. And look, look, let's face it. I even, you know, even my clients are reaching out to me and saying, Eric, Am I okay? I want to have a meeting with you and go over this. And we show them, look, you have this much in cash. You have this in bond alternatives. You don't have interest rate exposure. This is what your rate of return has been. And by the way, in your financial plan, this is what it looks like. And so people are like, okay, I just wanted to review everything. I said, yeah. I said, we have been proactive. You know, we have uh, taken advantage of a down market. You have the ability to fight another day. Whereas a new prospective client comes in, they're fully invested in the market. They have no opportunity to buy at a lower point. They literally are at the mercy of that market. And so, again, we've got to change that. I mean, sometimes it's a pretty easy fix. But again, you're, you're adding in the financial plan. You're adding in the income plan. You're taking a look at their long-term care situation. Do you have enough for a medical event? And they're like, I don't know. And, and how can you go into retirement and your advisor is irresponsible, absolutely irresponsible, not to try to help you get through a long-term care event. There's something wrong with that. And so again, people understand that we are literally giving them everything that they possibly need to be able to get through different financial hurdles. Do you find that people don't fully understand how diversified their portfolio is or perhaps isn't? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, think about this, like, you know, outside of our careers, what are we busy with? You know, and, and lately, you know, we've all been busy with a hurricane, right. right? I mean, and that has, that has, I don't, how long has it been, Joey? Two months? Mm, oh, six, oh, at least six weeks. Oh, yeah. no, seven weeks? Seven, seven weeks. Yeah. So it, it's, it's going on two months, right? So that has literally been, you know, on everyone's mind and that will not change for quite some time. This is going to last, you know, for some people, the hurricane is pretty much over, right? They didn't get really affected by it that much. Yep. But the aftermath for a lot of these people is going to be years. And so if it's not that, then you're taking care of a child, you're taking care of a grandchild, you're taking care of a parent. Um, you're just trying to get through your career. There's always a lot of things that are going on. And so when it comes to our actual portfolio, do we know if it's diversified or not? No. 
because it's just not top of mind at that point. Right. So the, the bottom line is, is that that's where people are coming in and they're like, look, Eric, I want you and your team to have this. I want you to take this over for me. And, you know, I just want to know that I'm OK. But we're doing that through again, through that financial process that a lot of people just, just don't have. Sure. But again, that's that's one of the things that helps make you unique at Retirement Wealth. And, and it, because of the whole concierge approach that you take, which is different than most anybody I talk to. I appreciate that, Steve. And that, that's one thing I'll tell you, Autumn. And, and I just want to give a shout out to Autumn, because I'll tell you, through the hurricane, she was running to seven different places at times because there was complete intermittent um, uh, Internet in our immediate area. And while we had people on the other coast that had phone lines and, and absolutely everything working, um, she was still trying to communicate with everyone. So she goes above and beyond for our clients, and I always appreciate the effort that she puts sure. in. Sure. Well, again, well, on that note, let's go ahead and take a break and invite folks to call and fill up those spots on the calendar. Sounds good, Steve. Whether you currently have an advisor or you've never worked with a financial professional before, we're going to be taking the next 10 callers who are in need of that missing financial plan. We're going to create and customize a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000 and give it away absolutely complimentary, no obligation. What this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. Let's map it all out. Your goals, income needs, expenses, tax strategies, and even transfers of generational wealth. We will get that plan built for you and see where it leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your investments without any obligation. In short, we're going to be taking the guesswork out of financial planning. So for the next 10 callers, a full-blown comprehensive plan review that is valued at over $1,000 will be giving it to you complimentary with no obligation. Sounds fantastic, Joseph. Give us a call, 800-779-1942. If you've got some concerns, if you're concerned about your retirement plan, your income plan, Eric, Joseph, and the team can help really smooth it out, make it clear and easy to understand. It's a practical financial review, and if you're listening, then give us a call. It's 800-779-1942. It's a comprehensive financial review. There's no cost. There's no obligation. Just give us a call, 800-779-1942, 800-779-1942. Another break, but we're back. We've got a whole lot more here on WealthWorks Radio with Joseph Lanza and Eric Carney. Coming up on WealthWorks Radio, everyone makes mistakes, but making them in retirement can be costly and should be avoided. When we come back, five of the most common blunders people can make and we'll offer some suggestions on how you can avoid them. Welcome back. This is WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney and Joseph Lanza. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Um, Eric and the team, you've been doing this for a good long while, Eric, about 20 years, right, in that neighborhood? Yeah, coming up on 22, actually. Oh, 22 so, years, okay. Yeah, 22, yeah. So, well, so 22 years ago, <laughs> you know, you've seen some ups and downs over those 22 years. I sure have. I mean, so um, a lot of people don't understand this, but before I was licensed, my mom was actually a financial advisor and owned two tax works offices. And so she did a little bit of very light financial planning back in the 80s and 90s. And uh, so I, I kind of understood it a little bit. I mean, we were working with uh, companies a long time ago, like Franklin Templeton, and they would actually like, I mean, you got to understand this is so long ago that FedEx wasn't even around. So, you know, they would say, hey, you know, we got some great material. We're going to send it to you. And, they, and they, they would send it, you know, snail mail. 
and uh, she would get these big packages. And it was just kind of exciting to read all the prospectuses and everything because there was no internet or anything. So they just sent you out these monster um, brochures and everything. So just very interesting to see how financial planning has evolved over the years because coming from upstate New York, there's a lot of people that were IBMers and they had big pensions, uh, they had social security, and they didn't really have retirement needs. But the 80s came along and kind of changed all of that. And that's all of a sudden when, you know, the financial planning responsibility went from the employer to the employee. And the 401k came around and that's really how you had to start managing your money. So on top of trying to raise a family and all this other stuff, now on top of that, we have to start planning for our retirement. And it has gotten more complicated, uh, much more sophisticated. Uh, the markets have become more volatile. The world has opened up where you can invest in a lot more things. Products and tools have changed over the years, and they're constantly changing. I mean, even in the insurance world, these products have changed significantly even over the past 24 months. And so there's so many moving parts that we're constantly staying on top of this that the typical investor out there really doesn't have any idea of how many moving parts there are. And it's no wonder that we get overwhelmed by this. And so you really have to find a financial planning firm, a financial person that, that's really going to focus on your goals and really gonna put you through a process. And so, you know, it's like, I love meeting with new people. I mean, that is by far still my favorite thing to do in this industry because I love to see what, what's out there, but I also like to see what issues they have. And so it, it never gets old. And, and all we're trying to do is trying to put them in a, a significantly better position. That's the goal. Because people always ask me, okay, Eric, what, you know, what rate of return do you expect? I don't know. But here's what I'm going to try to do. I'm going to try to reduce your risk, reduce your volatility, smooth out your rate of return, and do a financial plan for you. Let's see where you stand. And they're like, hey, I, I like that idea. So Again, there's a lot of moving parts, but we're focusing on what are the most important parts to try and get you in a better position. So we're talking about mistakes we want to avoid, and you just sort of outlined the, the right way to do things. And one of the ways that, I mean, it's been around forever, but it's thinking, I'm going to beat the market. I, I need to make up some time. I need to make up some money. So let's just go all risk all the time. Right. It's definitely one of the a beginner mistake, even where thinking that you can consistently beat the market up. But we also have to make sure that we're comparing ourselves to the right indexes and as we go on through time. And it's just like what we said in the last segment, where if over the last 10 years, your advisor hasn't created an income plan for you and you're getting a five to 6% rate of return year over year from the last 10 years of a bull run, then why are you really paying them? Right. Because what value are they, are they providing to you? Not every advisor has to beat the market, but if they can't even keep up with the market and they're not providing you a plan, they're not helping you with the state planning. They're not even putting you in the right direction. They're just, quote, unquote, managing your wealth. And what value are they really providing to you? None. And so, you know, keep in mind, maybe not so much beating the market, but you should be in line with the correct indexes. And um, 
you know, year over year, you should at least be able to compare yourself to something. You know, you never want to compare yourself to others, but you all definitely want to compare yourself to um, one index in particular that you're closely following and seeing, are you at least keeping up with that? Sure. All right. And uh, one of the other things that we want to avoid, and, I, you know, at some point, maybe during the pandemic, when the market was going crazy, or at some point along the line, you decided, yeah, well, I'm just going to go into cash because I need to keep things safe. Yeah, I mean, there's there's just as big of a problem as going into cash as staying into cash. That's so, it. yeah, and and I remember a long time ago, um, I was working with this woman up in Bucks County, still have her as a client, and um, I was working with her, and her boyfriend would always come in and sit in the other room and just like listen, and uh, so um, all of a sudden, after you know, probably about two years, he finally sat down with me, and he's like, "Let me tell you something." He's like, in 2008, I went in all cash. And I'm like, okay, and you're still in cash? So it's like he's pounding his chest because he went into cash and, you know, but then never moved back in the market. And I'm like, that's not great either. That's just as bad. Yeah. So, so even though you didn't take the hit in 2008, you also didn't get the upswing of the market afterwards. So there's no, like, you're not a genius, you know? And so the bottom line is, is that when you go into cash, that's great. I mean, we've done that this year for a lot of our clients, a significant amount of cash. The, but the bottom line is you have to figure out your re-entry uh, strategy back into the market. And I think there's a lot of advisors right now that are backpedaling because they didn't do such a very good job in the first six months of the year. And whatever your advisor did in the beginning of the year, good or bad, set the tone for you the rest of this year, like it always does. Mm -hmm. COVID, the same exact thing. Whatever your advisor did or didn't do, March of 2020, sets the tone for the rest of the year. But if your advisor is just sitting there doing nothing, you are status quo, then you can expect status quo. And you are literally at the mercy of the market. There's absolutely no strategy. It's set it and forget it. That is not a strategy. That's not so, a strategy, yes. So the bottom line is that keeping all your money in cash is, is, is okay temporarily, but there's so many products out there that um, will give you guaranteed income or, you know, even uh, treasuries right now are pretty attractive. So there's something better than sitting in cash usually. Well, and again, you talk, you take that holistic approach that you're, you're proactive, not reactive. And so if it makes sense to go into cash for a time, you're going to do it. And, and I don't have to worry about that as your client. Right. And, and, and it's a good point that you just said too, like you cannot overreact. You can't underreact. You simply react. And so the thing is, is that people like that, you know, you're, you know, we are in a little bit of energy this year. People are like, why are we more in energy? Because what if all of a sudden it tanked? Then your question to me would be, well, you know, how come you had so much in energy, right? We have enough in energy. So it's like, we're putting a little bit in some places, but we're not overreacting about it either. And uh, again, we're, we're constantly taking a look at metrics in the portfolios, alpha, standard deviation, beta, um, sharp ratio, and all those, uh, they're like analytics. So it's, it's no different than when you, when you pull your car into the garage and they hook it up to a diagnostic machine. So we're doing the same type of thing there. So um, again, it, it's just making sure that your advisor has a pulse on your portfolio and they are communicating with you on a regular basis. Well, and over the years, perhaps we've had, uh, you know, a couple of different jobs. Maybe we've got a 401k here, a little 401k there. We've got maybe a brokerage account, an IRA. There's a Roth somewhere out there. Uh, so putting all of the money in all of these places, is that a good idea? 
Well, you're kind of over diversifying yourself, right? I mean, over diversifying. Okay. Yeah, that's a word. I mean, that that can definitely happen in in retirement, where um, no matter if you, if the accounts are in different places or not, um, let's just say they're even if they're in all one account, if you have. Uh, an account that has over 120 stock positions in it or 150 stock positions in it and in each account or in each one of those stocks, you have four to five grand. You can be over diversifying yourself because we see this with a lot of mutual funds as well. This is why a lot of mutual funds are becoming irrelevant. They charge a lot of high fees and they invest in thousands of companies per mutual fund and then people will own 10 different mutual funds. So it, within that mutual fund, if one of those stocks actually has a 30% year, right? You own $4,000 of it. So how much of that profit are you really seeing? And so we, we're seeing this a lot more and more and more. And when we run the personal financial blueprint, this can actually help out a lot to help people understand how over diversified they are or um, what, which positions are actually making the biggest impact in their portfolio. And again, those are the kinds of things that, that you do automatically and, and, you know, again, sort of make things so they're a lot more palatable in the, in the process. And so this one says steering clear or too clear of your savings. What does that mean? Well, you know, a lot of people are have, let's say they have six figures. Let's say they just had six figures in cash in their savings account, that hundred that $100,000. And now they don't want to dip into that $100,000 for any reason, even if there's an emergency. Like we just had a hurricane and in that hurricane, a lot of people had damage. And if they're, you know, let's say they had $6,000 of damage on the roof. They're like, well, I kind of want to pull from my portfolio. And it's like, well, the cash is there because it's an emergency fund. And so a lot of people are steering clear of the, of their savings because they're afraid to dip into their emergency fund. Well, that's the whole point of it is it's there for liquidity. So you don't have to touch your investments. All right. Well, that, that makes sense. And again, we are up against the clock already, folks. Let's go ahead and, uh, and take another break uh, and invite folks to call in the process. Whether you currently have an advisor or you've never worked with a financial professional before, we're going to be taking the next 10 callers who are in need of that missing financial plan. We're going to create and customize a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $10,000 and give it away complimentary with no obligation. What this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. Let's map it all out. Your goals, income needs, expenses, tax strategies, and even transfers of generational wealth. We will get that plan built for you and see where it leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your investments without any obligation. In short, we're going to take the guesswork out of financial planning. So for the next 10 callers, a full-blown comprehensive plan review that is valued at over $1,000 will be giving it to you complimentary with no obligation. Sounds like a plan, folks. Make that call today, 800-779-1942. Take advantage of the comprehensive financial review that they're offering. There's no cost. There's no obligation. You're going to find you have a roadmap that can help guide you and, and really turn-by-turn -turn directions to get you to where you need to be in retirement. 800-779-1942, 800-779-1942. Another quick break, but we're back. We've got one more segment here on WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney and Joseph Lanza. Next up on WealthWorks Radio, my favorite part, questions from you and answers from us. Stay tuned.
Hey, welcome back, everybody. This is WealthWorks Radio, our final segment together. Eric Carney is here. Joseph Lanza is here. And uh, again, at Retirement Wealth, that is where Eric is president. Joseph is, works alongside Eric, working with people. And uh, this is something that... So we were talking about in the last segment, and and uh, we were talking about five things that, that we should avoid, um, mistakes to avoid and one of the one we missed one um the last one because we ran out of time but let's let's take a look at that and and we're talking about mistakes to avoid feeling trapped by real estate how uh, what does that mean and how does that how how do you mean that so uh, the most uh, for me over time the most successful investor understands about the stock market is invested in it, understands, you know, SEP, simples, Roth IRAs, regular IRAs, how to reduce your taxable income now, um, how to reduce your taxable income in the future. So they're utilizing a lot of tools in the stock market and different accounts. Um, but they're also very well-versed in real estate, understanding that, you know, they're two different asset classes. But what happens is, is that when you have one person that has owned real estate their whole entire life, and then all of a sudden they get sick and tired of that 2 a.m. phone call, uh, my hot water heater's leaking, it's all over the place and you gotta come over right now, right? And they're like, yeah. okay, I'm tired of being a landlord. So a lot of times people will sell their entire real estate portfolio, they've never been in the stock market, now they wanna try to go into the stock market and try to create recreate that phantom income, but they don't understand how the stock market works. So as soon as the stock market drops a little bit, they're panicking. Right. And that's sometimes the worst kind of investor. But then you also have people that have been in the stock market their whole life. And now all of a sudden they're like, yeah, I'm going into retirement and I want to flip houses because look at all these people making all this money. And so what you have to understand is that when you first get in the stock market, you make mistakes. When you first get into real estate, you make mistakes. So the, the, the best thing that you can do is really educate yourself about both of these. And there's a lot of people that feel like they are trapped by real estate. And the best thing that you can do for yourself is really start to get educated in other investments so that you are actually diversified in those. You can understand what a 1031 exchange is versus a 1035 exchange, and you can understand how to make your money maneuverable. And you also it also opens up options for you. So again, feeling trapped by real estate, we see this all the time. And I think a lot of us in the office are very well-versed in real estate, both commercial and residential, and that makes a huge difference for the client. Are you finding a lot of folks still interested in real estate? I mean, or are they shying away just based on what's going on right now? 100% they're interested. I mean, there's, you know, there's a lot going on right now. There's, a, you know, even a, a massive shortage of housing uh, right now. And so, I mean, real estate is going to, this hurricane has created um, another uh, avenue of interest in real estate because people either need a place to live or they're looking for different living arrangements now. Um, there's some people that want to go back into condo living just because they don't want to have to worry about the hurricanes and so forth. So, um, you know, we, we had this other, other hurricane that came, or not really hurricane, but Nicole kind of came through and was nothing like, obviously, like Ian was. But, you know, we had that earlier this week that kind of came and went. But, you know, people still get worried about these. Oh, so it, it, it is going to change the way uh, that real estate works. But you can see prices going up in a lot of areas all over again. So, I mean, the, the bottom line is, is it's still it's still a good investment and people are still interested. 
Absolutely. Yeah. And you got to be smart about it. Like I said, and, and, and it could be a great tax write-off. I mean, there's a lot of pros and cons to real estate for sure. Sure. 800-779-1942. If you'd like to learn a little bit more, let's uh, jump into a couple of questions here while we have time. Uh, Jenny is up first. She's in Englewood. She says, my company matches my 401k contributions, but they do it in the form of company stock. I'm not that excited about owning a lot of company stock, but I also don't want to miss out on any matching funds. Should I still try to put in as much as I can? Yes. So with Jenny's situation, the company is still giving her a match, but obviously it's only in the form of her company stock. But at the end of the day, that's still technically free money to you, right? So Jenny can be putting her 401k contributions into a you know diversified um, position that is not just one of her, you know, just her company stock. Well, the company gives her that free, free money, essentially in the form of their stock. Mm -hmm. So how does that work with, with company stocks? If she didn't want to keep that, what should she do? Um, I mean, if once there should be a vesting period for okay. a, a period of time that she is working with them, and then she can choose to sell that and possibly invest it in something else. Um, but there's normally a, like a grace period of time for when they actually give that to you. Um, then that decides what you can do with it after that period of time. And with that vesting period, yeah. All right. So, Jenny, there you go. It's 800-779-1942. Um, let's see. Lillian is in a stero, and she's wondering, I don't have a retirement plan through an employer. What's the best way I can save money and lower my taxes? I kind of like how she thinks there. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's, there's a lot of people that fit this bill, and I really thought the SECURE Act was going to come through and I think that that's going to help in uh, retirement planning with employers. Um, the other thing is, you know, there's a lot of people, a lot of employers out there who need to retain their employees. And so this may be a thing where you can actually step into your boss and say, hey, I don't have a retirement plan. Is this something that I can add in there? And maybe it's a SEP or a simple IRA, or maybe you can just go in there and say, look, you know, I want to be able to contribute to a Roth IRA, which will help you to save money and lower your taxes, hopefully in the future. So again, this is all about leverage. You know, if, if they really need you as an employee right now, maybe that's something where, you know, instead of getting a raise, you can actually start to worry about your retirement and put some kind of retirement plan in place. Oh, I like the sound of that, Eric. That's, I mean, that's, that's pretty innovative. I mean, to go in and just ask, who knows, you might get exactly what you want. Exactly. And like I said, I mean, uh, right now, if you have good employees, you want to be able to keep them. You do not want to lose them. And like I said, this is a, a great time to ask for that. Absolutely it is. And uh, all right, Lillian, here it is. Give us a call, 800-779-1942. Let's see, we've got uh, Steve in Cape Coral. Steve says, I'm 65, going to be retiring early next year. Got about 150000 in my Roth IRA and about 450000 in my 401k. Does it matter which one I start taking money from first, or should I just take some from each? A little here, a little there. So you definitely want to have a strategy here, and just looking at this from bird's eye view, what I would suggest is if he's retiring early next year, we're still in pretty low tax brackets up until 2025. So what I would do is start taking from your IRA, excuse me, from the 401k or IRA now, mm -hmm. you're paying the taxes on those because we're in relatively low tax brackets and you're letting the Roth grow, right? You're not touching the Roth, you're just letting that keep growing. Um, we know that what this is gonna do is it's gonna reduce his RMDs for when he's at 72 because now we're reducing the IRA or the 401k. Um, and then we're also, when those tax laws do change and as everybody's predicting, they're most likely gonna go higher, 
then your Roth will be at a higher amount as well. And then you can start pulling money out of that because that's all tax-free. So you're kind of creating a withdrawal strategy for yourself um, before you actually just jump in and say, yeah, I need 20 grand. I'll just take it from the Roth because it's tax-free. Well, you kind of want to save that for, you know, it'd be, it's, it's a, in tax planning, we're always looking for ways to, what can we do now in order to reduce your future taxable situation? And that's a perfect example. Right. right. Well, I mean, Steve's got 150000 in a Roth. I mean, that's a good job. He did some serious saving there. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's a big chunk. And the thing is, is that you've got RMDs that are coming down the pike in about seven years that may go up to 75. So again, you want to defer these. But the other thing is that you want to make sure that more than likely that Roth IRA is equity driven. There's a lot of people who we see with very conservative investments, but yet they're like, well, we don't want to touch this or this is going on to my children. If that is really the case, then why aren't you investing it for your future or for your children? Um, don't keep it conservative because if it's not really your money and you know that you want to give that away, you know that you want to start investing for that person's purpose. All right. That makes sense. Uh, so again, folks, uh, well, Steve, here, go give us a call, 800-779-1942. And on that note, let's go ahead and put the wraps on this show, invite folks to call one last time today. Hey, everybody, I understand it's been a pretty difficult year. It's been a very long year for a lot of people. But uh, I think that there's a lot of people out there who feel like they're out in a financial no man's land, but they also are looking for a second opinion. If you're in that category, give us a call. Let's take the next five callers who have saved at least $500,000 for retirement, and let's build you a financial plan. Let's build you an income plan. Let's see what that looks like. We're going to run all the reports for you, the fee report, the Morningstar report, a tax analysis. Let's see where you stand. Let's see where this plan takes you. Let's take a look at all of your strengths and weaknesses and see if we can absolutely put you in a better direction. So again, if you're in that financial no man's land out there, you've been listening to the show, give us a call. We'd love to hear from you and get that second opinion. I like that, Eric. Give us a call, 800-779-1942. Make that call while you're thinking of it today. Sit down, get that financial roadmap put together. If you've got questions about your current plan, if you want to make sure that you are on the right track, give Eric and Joseph a chance to give it the once over. Give it that second opinion that is so important for folks to hear. 800-779-1942. You're going to have that comprehensive financial review that Eric just described. You're going to get all the extras. There's no cost. There's no obligation. Just give us a call. 800-779-1942. 800-779-1942. Eric and Joseph, as always, a pleasure to be here. And, and one of my favorite hours of the week. It goes by so quickly. Thank you, gentlemen. And everybody out there, thank you so much for listening. Remember, you only retire once. Let's get it right the first time. Always take time to thank a veteran. Have a great week and an even better retirement. Eric Carney is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors Incorporated, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Retirement Wealth, Retirement Wealth Advisors, and this station are not affiliated. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by RWA. Insurance licensed in the state of Florida, insurance license number P138852. 
Registered investment advisors and investment advisor representatives act as fiduciaries for all our investment management clients. We have an obligation to act in the best interests of our clients and make full disclosures of any conflict of interest, if any exists. Please refer to our firm brochure, the ADV2A, page 4, for additional information. WealthGuard is a complete portfolio monitoring system. Designed by determining the amount of downside risk a client is willing to tolerate, WealthGuard is added to a client's account to protect them from the downside risk. WealthGuard is not a stop-loss strategy. When the account value in the portfolio hits the targeted value, an alert is sent to the client, advisor, and money manager. There is no guarantee the exact WealthGuard value will be captured or assets will be traded or liquidated the same day due to time of day or market restrictions.